Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. All right, let's get into it with our panel. It's the Monday edition, topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville. Introducing Adrian Batra, editor-in-chief of the Toronto Sun. Good afternoon, Adrian. Great day for talk radio, John. It is not a good day for the folks in Oshawa, as we've been hearing all day. And uh, to that point, we'll pick up on that as one of the topics worthy of discussion for the most part. Mike Van Solen joins us as well, principal at Navigator. How's Mike? I'm doing really good, John. Good to be here. Thank you for coming in. By the way, Jerry Diaz was with us last hour. He's the president of Unifor. He said, They're going to fight tooth and nail to stop this closure from taking place. We met with GM today, and I'm here to tell you in what we told them. They are not closing our damn plant without one hell of a fight. All right. Well, uh, I was kind of curious, and I asked him about that, and so he suggested that if he could get the brethren and cistern from the UAW state side, because some plants are closing in the states as well, and if everybody showed solidarity and walked out, I guess, you know, kind of the wildcat situation or shut those plants down, they'd get GM's attention. Do you think that's a Hail Mary pass that would even work in the most, uh, well, the most outrageous or wildest of scenarios, Adrian? Well, it's not going to work, but it is the Hail Mary pass that every union leader has to give to their to their base. I mean, Jerry Diaz has to be perceived as looking to fight. He has to be perceived as looking at every ob- avenue, every opportunity to ensure that um, workers that he represents are stayed em- that stay employed. The challenge, of course, is if they were to do this mass walk off and and on both sides of the border, those workers are replaced. And I'm not saying that they're easily replaceable, but they can be replaced. And that's scabs. Well, sure. And so I appreciate the rhetoric. I appreciate the rah rah. Um, But the other side to this narrative, of course, even though it's it's a bad news story, taxpayers have been on the hook for billions of dollars bailing out General Motors for the last far too many years. That has all been discussed. I think we can, you know, take good. Um, you know, economic uh, sort of history into this. And maybe this is something we have to consider long term when we are looking at things like corporate welfare. But there is that human component to it. There are thousands of families. There are thousands of uh, dollars that would have gone into the economy, mortgages, all of those, that human side with it, which I think, by the way, Premier Ford touched on very well today in, in his discussions and his um, and when he was speaking about this. But this is um, the other side. General Motors is actually having... Uh, is creating a thousand more jobs in the city of Markham. And so they actually have on their side of the narrative something positive to talk about, even though this is very devastating overall. So in the end, it maybe might be a wash as far as the job loss. Uh, but I think there is very little chance, very little chance that there is any hope in hell of this plant staying open in Oshawa. All right, well, you, you uh, alluded to Doug Ford. He says he understands how hard this must be, and he wants to help those who are being given pink slips. I want to tell those families, I'm going to be there for you. I'm going to support you. I'm going to do everything I can. I'll give you my cell number. You ever want to see me, I'll be out there constantly because I care for those people, and we have to be compassionate for the people that are facing this 
You know, it's it's very very tough for him. Well, all right, uh, but you know, Buzz Hargrove just joined us prior to you guys coming right. in here, and uh, the past president of the Canadian Auto Workers. When I asked him about fighting this, because Jerry Diaz sort of threw down the gauntlet. Mike Van Solen, he suggested just uh, Ontario has in their toolbox the potential to shut out GM product from being sold in the province. I wasn't sure how that would work exactly. He brought it up. Do you think that would be a viable way of fighting this? I don't know if that endears you to Detroit uh, and the GM head office when you start threatening to boycott their products already. Look, it is a sad day, and I'm glad to see uh, union leadership fighting for it. That's what they should do. Um, I was also really happy to see the Premier express some uh, sympathy for the workers who find themselves in this situation, uh, right away championing uh, what sort of programs and supports could be put in place. There's two ways for a political leader to look at this. Are they going to say, you know, GM, come, let's talk. Uh, you know, I want you to stay here. Maybe I'll cut you a check. Let's let's talk about what's required to get this done. Or you kind of look at reality in the face and you say, look, I'm going to protect my workers. There's nothing I can do to change the economics uh, that uh, of the situation. Ford, uh, our GM, has made its decision, and I, I'm, uh, you know, I'm of the belief that there's probably nothing we can do to change their mind. And if we were to do something, sweeten the pot so much that they change their mind, it would probably be a mistake to do it. Um, well, and, that brings me to Andrea Horvath. Sorry to interject, yeah. but she's, you know, been critical of Doug Ford, saying he's rolled over so easily. I'm kind of curious what she potentially could see as an answer that he doesn't have, uh, you know, and besides, if it meant sweetening the pot, she'd be critical of her own policy two months down the road. She's talking about nationalizing it. That's what she means. I mean, I'm going to read between the lines for her. Mm. She's talking about nationalizing because that's what the NDP wants, right? Nationalizing part of General Motors? Yeah, Okay. It's insane. Uh, I know well, it's insane. Well, it's hard to fathom. But this is when you listen to what she actually had to say. Mm-hmm. And she talked about putting all these other potential options on the table. And then she was, frankly, I think, I, I, I've always liked Ms. Horvath. I philosophically disagree with her on pretty much everything. But I've always thought that she had a, you know, a very good way of being uh, an opposition leader that has tried to hold, hold governments accountable, particularly during the time of the liberals. But one of the things I noticed today, she lost me. Um, and I think she lost a lot of people when she said that the provincial government has done nothing over the course of the last few months. Um, we wanted to know who their autos are was. They wouldn't tell us. No one gives a rat's rear end about an autos are. What they care about is what the province said and did in order to try to make an environment good enough for a company like GM to stay. And Doug Ford, the premier, just finished laying that all out. And then she goes on and says, well, they didn't do enough. Give me a break. Her view, her worldview would be to nationalize some sort of auto sector. Just like Justin Trudeau bought a four and a half billion dollar dud of a pipeline. The NDP would love to see this as a sort of a national nationalized program. It's it's wrongheaded. It's irresponsible. It's expensive and it should never happen. All right. Maybe to protect the union jobs. There's some white-collar well, jobs too. that are lo- being yeah. lost here as well. Everybody tends to forget about that. Well, all right. Uh, and as a former colleague used to express this, uh, the sacred auto worker, why are they the beneficiaries of all the bailouts and the protectionism and so on and so forth when other industries are also hurting? I mean, last week while I was away, apparently the government decided they're going to earmark $600 million to... For us. 
print, yeah. print media. For well, I mean, all media. I mean, we're all, uh, yeah, we're 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 that uh, desperate that you, we are going to need. Both, you both must be really happy this morning. I can hear. Here's what I can pretty much assure you. I've heard that there's going to be some sort of. Um, panel to decide who is actually qualified for this mm. because if it's anything like the summer jobs program from the liberals mm. <laughs> i can tell you sun media is not getting a dime <laughs> wow. all right well you know uh maybe they'll call me because we do this panel thing every weekday afternoon at this time yeah you'll, you'll be qualified with an asterisk with the john oakley show well, no yeah it'll be my asterisk all right uh <laughs> let's come back and discuss more topics worthy of discussion mike van and adrian batra oakley show global news radio 640 toronto it's a devastating blow to all of Durham region, really. It's devastating. It just—it's absolutely horrible. We all here to make a make a living, feed our families. You know, it's uh, bad news. They're the best workers in the industry. They're the best workers in General Motors, and this is the reward they get. GM shares went up five percent today. If you can imagine, they announced economic carnage, and the shareholders are happy, and the board of directors is thrilled. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.